0: We're letting the ponies out of the barn and kicking off another day of Sooner Sports Talk. It's time for the T-Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Roland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions Text Line at 405-651-3439. Now, live from the Palace in Piedmont and the Brown O'Haver Studios in Norman, here are Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show. Three receivers right, one to the left. Mayfield in the shotgun with a setback to his left. Here's the snap. Rush on. Mayfield fires over the middle. And intercepted! Intercepted! Intercepted!
1: intercepted. intercepted. Under right. intercepted. It is Rasul oh, Douglas! My word. And there is your Christmas dagger!
2: I don't think he was... Anything preparation-wise, mentally, it was just on uh, un- uncharacteristic, and I-, I hurt this team. So that's, that's the most frustrating thing for me. When you turn the ball over on your own territory in the red zone and around midfield and give them extra opportunities, they're going to take advantage of it. Uh, it's just uh, who they are.
1: Williams stays in. They fake it to him. Slam. Caught by Pringle. Off the hit. Darts back inside. Touchdown, Kansas City. Byron Pringle with an outstanding catch and run. Dusting two Steelers and into the Sweet Nectar and the Chiefs lead 29 to nothing. Way's punt is blocked and it is recovered in the end zone by Chauncey Goldston and it's another return touchdown for the Cowboys special teams.
3: Hi um, football aside sorry but I'm doing this story about New Year's resolutions and I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers?
4: Yeah, no, not right now. Okay, thanks. <laughs> the video that's for that's even favorite. more beautiful. It looks like oh it looks like an SNL gosh. skit. She does not look like a real reporter, mask hanging on the side of her face.
2: And <laughs> I would love to know how this came about. Uh, in my head here's how this happened. So that's Bill Belichick, by the way who just got beat at home by the Buffalo Bills yesterday. And in the post-game press conference, this lady asks this question.
3: Hi. um, Football aside, sorry, but I'm doing a story about New Year's resolutions, and I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers? Yeah. No, not right now. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks.
2: I think here's what I here's what I think happened here I think this lady works for the Boston Globe or local you know TV station whatever the case may be and she's got this you know she's been given the assignment of New year's resolutions in the greater Boston area and she's like well I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go get the biggest names out there I'm gonna go get uh, I'm gonna see if uh, if uh, the guys from goodwill hunting <laughs> let see, Matt Damon, <laughs> Matt Damon, good Ben Affleck. Yeah, I'm gonna go get uh, you know Boston Red Sox and Boston Celtics, and of course I got to get Bill Belichick. And so she comes to the sports guys, the sports office, and says, "Hey, yeah, uh, how can I get Bill Belichick to comment on his New Year's resolution?" And immediately, the sports guys see an opportunity here to uh, for hilarity, and they think, "Wait, you know what you should do." You should ask for a credential, and you should go to the post-game press conference. Just ask him. Just go right there and just ask him. What is a New Year's resolution? I'm sure he'll tell you. Oh, poor lady. She's being played all over America uh, today. (laughs) Hi.
3: um, Football aside, sorry, but I'm doing a story about New Year's resolutions, and I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share.
2: If you don't mind uh, stepping aside momentarily from the loss that you just had, the very important playoff ramification loss at home you just suffered – the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Just If you could set that aside for a second, Bill Belichick. I have a question.
3: Hi, um, football aside, sorry, but I'm doing a story about New Year's resolutions and I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers? Yeah, no, not right now. Okay, thanks. It is better (laughs) if it's a joke.
4: (laughs) Now, have we heard from this lady since that uh, question was asked? Someone may need to check on her. Belichick may have had her removed. It is
2: better if it's like a local sports radio station shenanigans, you know? Like, (laughs) I dare you to do this kind of a thing, you know? It's glorious. Good morning, everybody. Okay.
3: Okay. Yeah, thanks. uh, Yeah, okay. Uh, Sorry. Uh,
2: Football aside.
3: uh, Hi. um, Football aside, sorry, but I'm doing a story about New Year's resolution. It's
2: not a Tuesday press conference, this isn't a Wednesday press conference this isn't a pregame this this is immediately after a loss to bill belichick dj you understand this right i understand
4: yes
3: hi um football aside sorry but i'm doing a story about new year's resolutions and i was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers
5: yeah no not right now
4: i think okay. she realized I'll it too it. as it was coming out because at the end she's like oh, look your, oh crud she's gonna destroy he- me <laughs>
2: He handled it well. You know? I mean, he just kind of like, no, not right now.
4: He'll come back and apologize.
2: Recognized. (laughs) Yeah, the the softer. Maybe she was fooled by the softer Bill Belichick with the uh, (laughs) apology last week. (laughs) That's right. You know what? He's a different guy now. I think I will ask him the resolution question. I wasn't going to, but he's showing his softer side now, so. Good morning, everyone. Monday, December 27th, hour two, T-Row in the morning show. TJ, let's run down uh, the week for our listeners out there. Now, we already have uh, Ted Lehman down in San Antonio, who I assume will be doing his show from down there later today, correct?
4: That's what you and I are both assuming. Sometimes Ted has different plans, right. but, yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, well, he does have a Practice
2: report to do sometimes, so I don't know if you say I don't know if that's an afternoon thing or when he's working around that. But I would imagine we will hear from him from down in San Antonio uh, today. What about everybody else, TJ? Am I the only other one going down? Is well, Plank's. Well, no, Plank
4: and Drake and uh, Parker is headed down. I think Tuesday after his show, Um, Steely will be here. He's actually going to be live at Riverwind from. Noon to two for his show on the day of the bowl game. So, Uh, but yeah, as far as the rest of you, the radio crew, yeah, you guys will all be down there. So, I gotta find the tweet from Parker yesterday that made me LOL.
2: (laughs) Um, well, I mean, I'm telling you, when Parker gets a crush on you, he gets a crush on you hard. You know, (laughs) he falls quick. Oh, man, it, it was Caleb Williams, obviously, but I had no idea he had this love affair with your boy Aaron Rodgers.
4: Oh, I didn't know uh, about the Aaron Rodgers love.
2: Oh, my gosh.
4: Uh, let me see where it is here.
2: Something about his deathbed. Here it is. Parker Thune. This is my annual I Will Go To My Deathbed fully and unwaveringly convinced that Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback of all time tweet that's parker <laughs> now <laughs> i'm not here to argue the greatness of aaron rodgers i think there's a you know maybe a case to be made he's the greatest of all time i don't I think it seems like that's you know i think i could make a case for some others above him but still parker
4: is 25 in that neighborhood right I don't even know if he's that old yet but yes that neighborhood like he's got 50 more years of life on this planet he's going (laughs) to his deathbed
2: (laughs) no one ever will be even if you think so far Aaron Rodgers is the greatest of all time which is a bit of a stretch I mean
4: What's Aaron got? One Super Bowl ring? One Super Bowl. He needs another or two to kind of solidify maybe that argument. But, yes, you're correct. Only one.
2: Well, he needs another five
4: to get to Brady, right? Brady's got six. Well, he needs a lot more to get to Brady, Montana. I mean, Troy Troy has multiple. I mean, I guess that's not the end-all, be-all measuring stick. But, no, you're right. He needs another at least. But even if you can make the case right now that Aaron Rodgers is
2: the greatest of all time, he's got 50 more years or more on this planet, (laughs) God willing. That's it. He's like, he's going to his deathbed. Like, he's
4: declaring that now. That's it. Uh, The extreme overanalyzation of every game in the NFL and every pass, every, I mean, Kurt, bless the poor child, I don't know why he watches Bronco games. I can't get on Twitter on Sunday because it's just a stream of cursing rants about how he would be a better GM or coach than anything the Broncos have, and he's just miserable on Sundays. So... I Parker need to just learn how in line with the rest Twitter
2: of I I think there's a mute button right in there, a mute button or something. where you There is, have and I,
4: I probably need to look into that as well on Sunday. So. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I, you know me. I have a 100-follower limit, I, so I don't follow a lot. There are a couple, but one in particular, who when his team plays, like it is a running three-hour commentary of every single pass every single run every decision every i am like oh my gosh like it's like i can't even imagine tweeting that much sometimes it's just one word you know right so uh i can I feel that you're telling me that's what kurt is like only with some expletives mixed in a lot of
4: expletives yes
2: were we talking about before that?
4: Uh, the love of aaron Rodgers. i said that's what the end anal- oh, over yeah. like going to his deathbed of this is it i've seen the best i'll ever see so i don't know what parker's love life is
2: like i don't know just he's not married right i mean i don't, I don't
4: no, but married, someone is told is me the other day that he had a girlfriend and i didn't even realize that so i think yeah, there's a significant I mean, other in his life i don't know how serious but there's someone i think it's either a and she's a lucky woman, or or uh, you know whatever. Just because he, when he falls, he falls hard. Is my point, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I just, don't know how he's got time for Just think of her. when we were kids, because you and I would have uh, not even in our twenties, but teens and stuff. We would have gone to our deathbed saying Montana, Elway, Marino. Now how they've they just been my deathbed. They've just been saying... tossed aside with Brady and Manning and. Aaron Rodgers we, look at, think of the think of the ones we've seen come along since we thought we had seen the greatest at one point and maybe we had maybe one of those ah. still are yeah <laughs> just to declare at age 25
2: <laughs> that you will go to your deathbed <laughs> <laughs> believing this is like really dude you got a long ways to go here <laughs> let's leave a little bit of wiggle room uh yeah so anyway there's that how about Joe Burrow. Yes, I'm not a Joe Burrow guy, but man,
4: 500 and what 25 yards? 525 something like that? against the Ravens. Could
2: play. They can play some defense now. Uh, I think that's who my Colts are going to see in the first round. There's a lot of there's. I, I can still get shuffled, but I I think we're going to end up with Cincinnati in the first round, which I don't mind that at all. But big win on Christmas night for the Horseshoe TJ. We had half the team out with COVID against Kyler in Arizona and got the dub playing some ball. I'll tell you, this Hard Knocks thing has been the greatest thing that's happened to them. They have found another gear. (laughs) Yeah. They have found another gear since Hard Knocks started midway through the year. I think they've lost one game since Hard knocks started and that was the one that they blew to Tom Brady. Um but man they're playing good ball right now. Carson Wentz is playing, Jonathan Taylor's the best running back in the NFL. Defense is forcing turnovers. They got my hopes up, Teach. Can you tell? I'm just pu- I'm they're setting myself in. up for disappointment. Yeah, but-
4: and that was last night <laughs> watching the Cowboys. I'm like, "Dad I think this team yeah, can win yeah, the yeah. Super Bowl." Yeah. I mean, it's not going to happen,
2: but it's at least on the table we got a Colts-Cowboys Super Bowl Ooh. teacher.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm huh? sorry for you. I'm sorry. You ain't seen a defense till you seen that Cowboys that, defense. Woo. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Dak and the boys looked good last night. Man, what did they put, 100 points on
4: the 112? Uh, yeah, team yeah. or whatever 112. it is? Man, man. And they clinched, right? They clinched. They had clinched before that game even started, due to a like. I I was even confused because it was based on a San Francisco game or something. I was like, "What are you talking about?" They already know because of a. Yeah, I don't know. I was confused at how they even clinched yesterday at that point. But yeah, they clinched before that game started. Big debate at my social event last night
2: of whether the Washington football team was a cool name or a terrible name. Where do you fall on this?
4: Um, terrible. They're they're the Washington Redskins for me still, yeah. I don't know what's taken so long for them to come up with a a new nickname. Like... I think they decided they like it. That's terrible.
2: I think they've decided they like Washington football team.
3: I mean, somebody out
4: there can correct me if I'm wrong. You You think it's dumb? Yes, I can't stand it. I don't like anything about that franchise, though, so you're asking the wrong person. That's true. It is an NFC East team.
2: How about how about another NFC East team? Did you see Lane Johnson caught yeah, a touchdown pass? Yeah, caught him a
4: touchdown pass. How about that?
2: Good for him. <laughs> I know he's an eagle, but you had to enjoy that, right? I mean, um, Big Lane. For about three Lane seconds, train. and then I
4: said, look at these idiots and their celebrations. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: He's a dude, man. That that uh that big old barn that he's got that everybody comes and works out at. And uh first career catch yesterday. He got a touchdown catch. Tried to go Lambo leap into the Philly crowd. It's hard to be loved in Philadelphia, TJ, you know? I mean, they are really picky. You gotta be great for Philly fans to love you. And sometimes you can be great, and
4: they still Still, you know, they have a out of the stadium, relationship correct.
2: with Allen Iverson, but they love Lane Johnson.
4: Okay? Lane Johnson is a I mean, great player and a tough dude, so they just gravitate yeah. to him. He's mean, he's dirty. Yeah. They just love him.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: That's right. And he got him a touchdown
2: yesterday. Good for him. All right, let's take some of your phone calls and text messages when we come back on this uh, Monday morning after Christmas. We'll be back after this. <laughs>
0: The uncertainty stinging clear. The ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado, we can help. Call
4: 405-735-5510. With a little love. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Thinking of a change in the new year and selling your home? Put that money in your pocket. $8.99 listing fee with Saxon. Call Terry. Ask for more information. Does not discount the service even though the price is discounted in your favor. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Uh, a few texts here. We'll get to the uh, phone lines. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, You know why Apple has your contacts stored separately? It's so they can sell them to the Russians and the Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably true. It's (laughs) funny because it's probably true, yeah. uh, Yeah. Sorry, Porter. The Russians have your number now. Um, This person says, interesting. What is that about? Oh, they asked if the app was down. I Mm. said it was working on my end. Uh, I don't think they believe me. Uh, wow, T. Row doing scene setters for his fam, top notch. Hmm. Well,
2: you think that's in regard?
4: That may have to... been. They think that your uh, the the emotional speech or whatever you said happened, or the uh, happened Christmas. Oh, uh, maybe it was yeah, a no, scene setter.
2: It wasn't. Setter. Me. It wasn't. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 it wasn't me. It wasn't me.
4: Uh, What I don't understand is everybody says it's part of their contract about assistants coming back to coach for the bowl games, so why don't their contracts matter for head coaches? In my opinion, that's one of the biggest problems of college football right now are the coaches not sticking to their contracts they've signed with their schools. I've heard that. I don't know if that's technically true. I don't know if it's just something that they say, hey, can you help us out with this? We are continuing to pay you through the end of the year. So I I don't know. I don't know what's involved with their contracts and how. There
2: have been occasions when a head coach has come back to help out a team um, when it has been like an amicable situation, you know, Uh, this is not an amicable situation. Like, nobody wants that, right? Right. Nobody on nobody on this side wants that. So I think in that regard, that's why you don't see Lincoln Riley coming back to help coach the team in the Alamo Bowl.
4: Because Napier coached his, right? Cristobal. Who? Napier. Didn't he? Didn't they have one of the earlier you bowl know, games?
2: Maybe. know, maybe. Has LaTex played yet?
4: Uh, maybe, if not, I maybe. think he is coaching in it. So okay. I might be mistaken. Well, that
2: situation you've got a you've got a uh, group of five coach who's going to a power five, mm-hmm. and everybody understands and they love him, and you know come come back to help. That's not the situation we have here. Uh, there are no hard feelings, at least within the program walls, with these guys with Odom, Thibodeau, and Kane. They stuck around afterwards. They wanted to be a part of the staff. Uh, they also have contracts, and so uh, they were asked, because somebody's got to run the defense that understands the language and the way the defense has been taught all year. Not that you couldn't cobble it together and get out there. I mean, defense is defense, but there is a language to it, and and it would really help a lot. If if the, some of these guys are available and willing, and they are, to come back and help coach the team for the bowl, then it would be a tremendous help. And so that's why in this situation it's been done. I would say, this, like you mentioned, the same applies with Jeff Levy at Ole Miss. Uh, they got a big game. You know, it's a Sugar Bowl. still a big game. And... Uh, he left on good terms. He got a he got a better job. I'm sure there are some fans down there at Ole Miss that are not happy that he left and went to Oklahoma. But obviously, there's no ill will with Lane Kiffin or people within the uh, Ole Miss football program, and so he's going to go back and help. And when that situation exists, then then that's great. Now the larger point you made there is a great point and I don't have the right answer as to how we fix the whole coaches before bowl games just players opting out I mean what's going on with bowl games right now really stinks and uh, the number of players that are opting out and and even the biggest of games you know uh, I mean not the biggest of games but these Florida last year at the Cotton Bowl, and some of these New Year's Day six bowls—they're big. These are big games, and and uh, we got, we got to fix that somehow. And we also got to f- fix the timing of when coaches are taking jobs in college football, and and bailing on teams before the season's over, before bowl games, and things like that. It's it shouldn't be the way it's done. I mean, can you imagine in college basketball, TJ? If before the NCAA tournament, coaches were leaving and going other places and stuff, I mean, that's just that's unthinkable, right?
4: Right. Yeah, no, that'd be a mess.
2: What if Skip Johnson leads his team to the College World Series, but takes another job before they go to Omaha? I mean, the fact that it's done regularly and almost has just become the the norm in college football is ridiculous. Again, I don't have the answer, but we gotta we gotta take a hard look at this and
4: and figure it out take a phone call right yeah you want, see, you want to get Steve in here yeah sure Steve good morning good morning good
1: morning I hope your Christmas was great guys um, I got a couple things Thank I want to you. cover in a short time to do it uh, right. first of all do you guys got any resolutions that you'd like to put out to your listeners uh, this morning uh, I'd certainly like to hear that no secondly no, on don't. the Parker no, Tune deal uh, I don't even think Aaron Rodgers was the best quarterback this weekend. Um, <laughs> let alone, you know, the, yeah, Joe Burrow uh, the greatest of it, right? all times, you know. So, um uh, and uh, Is he the Lashley, greatest
2: Packer of all time?
1: Well, I don't know. Bart was pretty good. Bart was pretty uh, good. The five yeah, there was a guy was named pretty good. Uh, there was a guy Yeah, there was a guy named Brett Barve, too that played up there that was uh, mm-hmm. pretty decent as I'm well. Too, yeah. Uh, he just couldn't win in uh, Texas Stadium. But but I'm going to leave this with y'all. Uh, how about them Cowboys? See you guys. Yeah. yeah. About
4: Super Bowl uh, champs.
2: I'm working on a couple of New Year's resolutions, TJ. I would rather maybe save them for later in the week. But, uh, yeah, I'm working on a couple of things, Steve, for uh, next year. I've been... I've been having some uh, deep thoughts while I'm on my walks with my new Hocus.
4: <laughs> so,
2: uh, <laughs> maybe later Do you like in the the week Hocus? I'll
4: have some New Year's resolutions for you.
2: Love the Hocus. You this had a pair before.
4: Pair. Oh, okay. Yeah. You had the pair before um, because you loved yours, and I did not like mine. So, I wore mine to the nubs, to my, where my feet right. were showing yeah, through. Yeah. And, uh,. Yeah, I love them. You and a lot of people swear by them. I I tried them; they just the uh, ones I had really bothered the arch of my foot, so they didn't work out mm-hmm. for me. But you, you and uh, yeah, my got, my wife got a
2: pair too for Christmas. We got uh,
4: we got each other Hoka's. We, Man, uh, ordered does that them make the you Houston like a airport for each other? Does that make you like a senior couple walking around your neighborhood now with matching Hoka's? Oh, the thick heels. <laughs> we uh, yeah even more than
2: before yes that makes us like a senior couple
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) next thing you know you'll be in the
2: mall walking with our windbreakers and with our arms high when we walk you know (laughs) (laughs) i say hi to everyone too when i pass them on the road you know hey good morning you know i'm one of those guys they're working in their yard or they pass me on a walk or they're Driving by in the car. You don't
4: know them. Just keep walking. You don't I'm know them. I'm a very
2: friendly walker. Yeah. 7.33. We'll be
0: back. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439.
5: No, it's, it's big time. Um, I just appreciate the university so much for, you know, just helping me grow and develop as a man. Um, and I think the biggest thing I can't emphasize enough is, like, the family feel that we have here. And I think Coach Oldham hit on it earlier whenever he spoke. But, like, you know, Coach Grinch, Coach Kane, Coach Tibbs, Coach Oldham, Coach Man, and all those guys, who, you know, I, I consider them family. And I think um, any, everybody who's been through, you know, the Speed D era, era with them, you know, you know, consider them family because every single day they challenged us, they pushed us, they made us uncomfortable. But because of that, all the older guys can appreciate how much we've grown and we've developed as men. Um, so, you know, just going on this last game with all my guys, with, you know, my coaches, because I consider, you know, Coach Odom, like, that's my guy, that's my coach. Um, same thing with everybody else. Like, I wouldn't want to go out any other way. And I think, you know, we're going to make it one heck of a game and one heck of an experience.
2: Pat Fields right there, one of the uh – Sooners who met with the media down in San Antonio yesterday, pre-Alamo Bowl defensive presser yesterday had Brian Odom, uh, Pat Fields, Woody Washington, Reggie Grimes, uh, and uh, today you'll get the you'll get the offense. You know, it'll be interesting today, TJ, to see if uh, I don't think Caleb Williams will come to the press conference. I I think Bob is kind of maintaining the same philosophy for continuity' sake. Of not letting the freshman or having the freshman speak, but I don't know that for sure, maybe not. Maybe we get down there today and he decides, you know what? let's put him up there all right you know or or he runs it by Brent and Brent says, let's let's put him up there. I don't know, maybe not, but I think I'm the sure only we'll way they Kale do that Gandy is if and, uh, he's
4: told them I'm coming back and I'll go ahead and announce it because it'll be the first question and if he still doesn't true. answer it, they're gonna to answer it, they're gonna ask him in different ways numerous times so I, I think that would be the only way we would hear from him
2: now last year uh, they let Marvin talk after the Cotton Bowl so I assume that'll be the same with Caleb Um, because I remember that because uh, he was unbelievable like he was really well-spoken Chris did an interview with him and he was I was like, man, this guy, because we hadn't heard him all year, you know. Right. I was like, man, this guy's fantastic. I I can't wait till he can be in the regular rotation next year. So I assume we'll hear from Caleb at the very least after the game, which obviously would be the time if he's gonna make some sort of a declaration. He would make some sort of a declaration unless it's on a podium or something like that, which would be a pretty good time to do it too if you win. So. Anyway, that's Pat Fields, uh, all-timer of a dude in OU football history. Uh, I Has frustrated fans at times, and I understand. Uh, but has had a good year and has come up with some big plays, some big picks for this team. Has undoubtedly had his best year in a Sooner uniform. I think you could say the same for both of those safeties. DeLary and Turner, Yale, and Pat Fields. And is, like I said, just an all-timer of a dude. And you've seen him up for the Campbell Trophy and all this other kind of stuff. And There are some of you out there that don't care about that, and that's fine. Whatever. You just want your guys to go win football games. But um, I'm just telling you, like, he's one of those that's wired a little different. Like, he's just, he, what he is a what-can-I-do-for-you What can I do for the team? What can I do for the community kind of a guy? And, uh, you know, he's the kind of college kid. There's a few of these that come along, TJ, that I as a 48-year-old man watch them go about their business and say, I got to be better. I got to be a better person. Like that kid is, he's got it figured out and knows what's real in life, and he's 18, 19, 20 years old, i got to step right. up my game.
4: He's got it figured out already more than I do. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's exactly the type of person he like, is. Though. That's how you feel when you see him, yeah. yeah. Right.
2: Right. So, anyway, I hope he has a. I hope he has a good finish to his career on Wednesday. So, uh, I started to ask you a while ago and got sidetracked. Uh, the, the plan for our radio station this week. What, what's going on the next few days leading up to kickoff and after kickoff and everything?
4: Well, normal shows for the most part, and with the game being the way that it is, we've got a women's game on Wednesday. We won't have our traditional pregame show because it'll just kind of fall in the hours of the normal rush show. So, um I'm sure Tyler will reach out to you guys, maybe have some of you jump in for a segment or something like that, but their show will pretty much be normal up until when Teddy's available. And he's gonna When does Chris start doing his show down in uh Santa Cruz? Chris has been gone. I'm assuming that he's leaving with you guys tomorrow and will do his show from there on Wednesday, is my assumption. But I okay. haven't had a chance to talk Wednesday, with him. Thursday. I wasn't gonna bother him on his vacation, so uh um, Is he back today? He's back today, so he'll be with us on the crossover. And okay. uh, But yeah, I think for the most part, shows will be normal. Teddy's going to be kind of probably a weird schedule. I know Parker's out Wednesday and Thursday just due to travel. Um, we'll see with Plank on Thursday uh, with the way his show falls in the time. Um, and being in the car with the family, I'm not sure if... I know a lot of times he's done that by road with some equipment and stuff, but I don't know if that'll be the case with, with the girls in the car. So it's going to kind of be <laughs> all over the place is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just going to be uh, – Well, I'll, we'll just focus on this show then.
2: Yes. Uh, we, I'll be – I'm obviously I'm here today. I'm here tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to head out as soon as the show's over tomorrow or sometime thereafter. And uh, so Wednesday, game day show will be d- down in San Antonio and then the morning after the game – we'll be down in San Antonio as well and then we will be with you on game night uh sooner radio the network radio pregame starts at 6 uh, from the Alamo Dome kickoff's not till 8:20 Wednesday night folks so get yourself a nap it's going to be a late night together and uh, by the time the post game show is over it's going to be we we'll just kind of roll into the next mornings T Row in the morning show.
4: Can we, can we, with an A (laughs) 15 kickoff, can we just have a running clock? Can they do that for us? So. Uh, uh, golly,
2: Here, ladies and gentlemen, here's well, more of this soft it, TJ. It's, I'm an old man. I've got to get to bed
4: game. I have got to get Can to we bed. run the clock. <laughs> Can we all just have a
2: good time? Can we get to give participation trophies? It's the I'm Alamo bowl. I'm sorry. You've taken.
4: I'm sorry. Wow. A terrible attitude man. to have, but eight 15. Are you kidding me? I'll tell you let's what. Let's get a, let's get a decent there. start time. Please.
2: Much like Brian Odom and Calvin Thibodeau, I'm contractually obligated to be at the game. So, if you would like to go to bed at half, I'll tell you the next morning what happened. Okay, I fill you in the next day.
4: Man, good! Thank goodness we have Friday off. I don't know if I could have got through the week with an eight fifteen kickoff.
2: No joke.
4: Thursday is gonna
2: stink, but <laughs> Friday's coming.
4: They're asking you guys will have a normal network post game show. We're also being asked on the text line if we'll have yep. a post game show. We will. I cannot guarantee you it will run as long as our typical post game shows, but we will have a post game show. Yes. Is Tyler going to be in San Antonio? Uh, no, no. Uh, Tyler, Josh, myself will all be back here at the at the mothership.
2: It'll run, it'll depend on what happens in the game. Like, those guys are night owls. So, if it's a good game or whatever, controversial, like, they'll true. go for an hour and a half. Uh, true, true,
4: yeah, yeah. Um, Drake has Take told them calls, they'll go as long as he needs them to go to be, get all his spots in, so we haven't determined that time right. yet. But, yeah, if it goes bad, they may be on till 3 in the morning. I don't know.
2: Drake told you about his ride yet? About his ride? Are you aware? Of, are you aware of his ride to San Antonio and back? Is he taking the Ruffmobile? Drake? No. Huh. Drake has a car deal for this trip. What? Yeah. I said what? Drake. Uh, Drake and those traveling with him have a car deal for this trip. Shut up. They're riding in style, man. I'll let him. Like I don't know if he knows exactly what he's getting yet. And I'm not going to say the name of the dealership because it's not mine. But, uh, yeah, he's got a – old Draker's got – You've got to be
4: kidding me. Alamo Bowl.
2: No. What kind of mistake was this by a car dealership?
4: Come on.
2: Uh, I mean – he has quickly risen to the number one engineer in all of college football. <laughs> that, and that's a, they are without a doubt after hearing up that to be associated with Drake Dyken. The the, the nil opportunities it's are that Aloha up for Beaches Drake Dyken.
4: spot must have really bumped him up with some people.
2: <laughs> Seven forty eight. We'll be back.
0: T. row and T. J. They cold. This is the T-Row in the Morning Show.
4: Terry Saxon doesn't even have a car deal, but he'll save you thousands of dollars so that if you need a new car, maybe the money he saves you on your home can go on a down payment for a vehicle. Something like that. Drake Dyken's got a car deal, please. Saxon Realty Group, they bring you this hour. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com Air Comfort Solutions text line. You're flustered by this, I can tell. I am. Mm-hmm. I'm so stoked to see Bob Stoops coaching, especially on an Oklahoma sideline. Did you ever really think you'd see that again? I know I sure didn't. No. No, absolutely not. No, no, no especially no, no. not in the way it's all no, played I, out. I,
2: I'm with you. I am giddy to see him lead the team out on Wednesday night, and, you know, say what you will about TJ's soft attitude toward this game, and maybe there are some <laughs> others out there that also, you know, are 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 um, like that, but for me. I want you to win every time they tee it up, but especially for for Bob this time. I mean, it would be just fantastic to get to see them pour a Gatorade bucket over his head and hoist him off the field and it's just great. I mean it's just this this is a fascinating game from just how weird it is. You know? Neither head coach, crazy discombobulated coaching staffs sprinkle in a hall of fame head coach on one sideline and all of the very important opt outs and anybody who would wager a dime on this game is needs to get themselves into some therapy quickly you know there's just no way to have any idea what direction this game's going to go no i mean I, I i would think you have to give a slight edge to ou because of Bob Stoops, you know. I mean, if you're sure, if you're going to have two programs that have been gutted like this by their head coaches, at least one of them—I I don't know anything about the Oregon guy—but I do know one of them has been stabilized by a guy
4: that knows what he's doing. So maybe slide edge to OU. I, I don't, but who who knows? Who knows? This game's going. I'm going to guess at kickoff. He is. Old Bob Stoops and tents, but even Bob Stoops in leading up to this, what we saw yesterday, did something he would have <laughs> never done as a coach. He would have never have walked over to the TV set and hugged a guy on set. Former player or not, or current, you know, however you want to label Caleb Kelly, he would have never have done that in his coaching days. So I don't know if Bob wants me to tell this story or not, but I'm going to tell it anyway. What time is it? Uh,
2: okay. eight, seven fifty-eight. So we eight. were down in uh, – New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl against Alabama, so 2013. Uh, Sean, I'm sorry, turn your radio down for a second. I'm going to talk about the Alabama game. And you remember, going into that game, it was who's going to be quarterback, Blake Bell or uh, Trevor, Trevor Knight. Because Knight, right. Blake Bell had just led the comeback against mm-hmm. Oklahoma State. So the whole question was who's going to be. Uh, Sooner Sports TV shows up down there to do their practice reports, much like you saw yesterday. Set is in the corner of the practice field, and they're going through, you know, they're doing their TV show. Well, you can see, not much, like they're not showing all of the field, but you can see a corner of the field behind them. And Bob realizes they're doing a TV show while they're practicing to where you might be able to see who the quarterback's going to be in the game (laughs) and loses loses his mind loses it and comes over and just, I mean, I'm going to protect those involved, rips them a new one, okay? And I think they ended up, I wasn't down there for this. I think it was Chad and I think Dusty and maybe Curtis Lofton? I can't remember. Anyway, I think they ended up starting over and turning the entire set in a different direction and all this kind of stuff. So uh, the point is... Not that he wasn't justified, but juxtapose that with yesterday, (laughs) where they're doing their TV show. Bob comes over in the middle of the hug on Caleb Kelly, and, hey, how's it going, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Right. I was like, that's not the same guy, man. That's really awesome. was great. Top of the hour break. We'll be back. The space
5: between the tears we cry. For more, the space between the wicked lies we tell and hope to keep safe from the pain. But will I hold
0: you again? These fickle, fuddled words come.